All right. Well, hello, everybody, witches, wizards, muggles, and no magi alike. Welcome to episode three of Seed the Season Two Big Brother Hogwarts and the Diagon Alley Dash Recap. Uh, we didn't do this last season. We've been getting so much good feedback from people who've played the game that are watching, people who watch the game and are reliving it with us. So I think it's safe to say that the recap series will last a little bit longer after season two, so long as we can have a season three and season four and season five. So um, please remember that applications are still open. They close for season three on Halloween. So if you have been watching along and following along and looking forward to our weekly discussions where we dip into our pensive and take a deep dive into the game, then try your hands. Maybe you can grab a golden snitch. Maybe you can swish and flick your way to a win. You'll never know unless you apply. So applications close on Halloween. So make sure uh, you get them filled out before because that might just be the scariest spook of the season. Um, we will get more into season three at the end when I reveal my next clue. And oof, let me tell you, the clue for season three tonight is a good one. Well, I think it's a good one. You might think it's incredibly cryptic, but we will get to that at the end of tonight's episode. Like always, I'm joined again today by my co-host, Dustin. Dustin, thank you for having us on the Live Reality Games podcast. It's always a pleasure. And our special guest today is none other than Benji, repping for House Hufflepuff. Hello, Benji. Hello. Welcome to the recap uh, show. How are you feeling tonight? I'm well. I made sure I was here on time, looking good for everybody. I'm ready to go. Looking fresh to death, right? Thank hey, you. Um, as one of our contestants that went through the application process, Benji, last year, uh, for anybody looking to apply, what did you think of that? Was it pretty easy? Easy to follow? Oh, very straightforward. Um, definitely, um, if I were to give any small advice just to this, leave everything on the table. Don't take don't leave anything out. Give all of you into that. Um, but it was pretty straightforward. No question was too hard to answer. Some made you think if you aren't maybe as familiar with the series and you want to get familiar to how it best suits you to some of those questions. But other than that, I found it very easy to fill out. I just wanted to make sure I took my time. <laughs> uh, and somebody else to um, raise here in the comments. Ray. You on, Benji. What's up, Ray? Aww, hi, Ray. <laughs> Definitely talk about your amazing veto win tonight. Um, unfortunately, while Josh was supposed to join us tonight, he had a commitment that he had to uh, take care of. So we will not be having Josh with us tonight, but it is my hope that we can bring in Josh on another episode in the future. Maybe when we talk about pies, because I know he was one of the pie builders. Uh, so we might be able to see Josh coming soon. So Josh, you're watching and listening in the background thank you so much for agreeing to come tonight and it's no worries we'll get you in when we can and for anybody watching at home josh is partaking in ascendance that's going to be airing here pretty yes. soon so um we're rooting for all of our bbh players contestants such as stacy and chris g to be specific um, as well as Josh playing. And then old school season one, you know, you got Alex in there too. So best of luck to all of them and check out another live game happening right now. And when does, did that start already? Or does it uh, episode tomorrow. tomorrow? Tomorrow. We love mm -hmm. Ascendance. It's a great game. Definitely watch it. Lots <clears throat> of people that played Ascendance played us. 
um, and the hosts have played the online version of our. I game. think you're from the if you're in the Patreon, you get to watch them early. So if y'all want to peep that out, it's honestly happening right now. So yeah, it's happening right now. I don't know if they're doing them in the future, but. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we have a lot to talk about today because this was a massive round. Uh, the HOH was a two-parter competition, which then went to a Big Brother iconic power of veto competition where they had to find tiles that had letters to spell words. We had our little magical twist on that competition. A veto was used during a double expulsion round, forcing a renomination, and ultimately Two people went home, one of whom is sitting here with us tonight. So hopefully you don't get too triggered by your sudden departure, reliving it all again, Benji. But before we get into the HOH and the round, we asked Lexi the same question when she was here with us for the first episode. This, if I'm not mistaken, was your first live reality game, correct? You've never That's had correct. before. So what was it like? coming into this what was what what did you expect did it did it meet your expectations exceed your expectations i know you went out a little early but you got a night and a and a couple of rounds under your belt so you you got to see a good chunk of it so tell me about your experience both from yeah. thinking about applying to applying and then actually making it and before we did say oh, the first yes. mention of lexi um, Lexi is also known for her Lexi shots. So just That's to right. cue you up, Benji, just to get a little how many, more how many in the Lexi house. shots did you take over the weekend, Benji? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, cheers, Lexi. We love you. Thank you. We love you, Lex. My birthday twin. There you go. And thanks Ooh. for coming on board with us tonight, Benji. And a few more people watching too for your answers. Um, I think this one I had to load my Facebook because, like I said, Big Brother Hogwarts is a private group. This, I believe, is Tori right here. And then oh, this hi, is an unknown person here uh, for uh, a Tyler. So thanks for watching. Sorry, your comments are hidden. It, like I said, it is a private group. If you want to just cue your name in there, we can follow along better. But turning it over back to Benji. So Bill wants to know how was the process for you? Um, the process itself, um, overall was very easy. When I started thinking about, um, playing games, I was unsure. I really wanted to do it. I was just waiting for the opportunity to arise. And then I saw Big Brother Hogwarts and I'm like, oh, Hogwarts, like something that I love, which is the world of Harry Potter and was very lucrative to my upbringing and coming up in my childhood and Big Brother. I was like, okay, it's a sign, it's fate. And then when I saw applications come in, I was a little nervous, but I was like, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And if I'm, I'm not going to sit around on my ass and just not take the opportunity. So went out and filled the form. I was like, the least, the, the worst that you could hear is a no. And then you try again next time. Uh, luckily, I was very fortunate to get in the first time. Um, <clears throat> I was very excited coming in. I was nervous because it's very different playing a game in front of somebody's face compared to behind a computer screen where you do get to be a little more boisterous and fervent with how you play and the emotions that you're allowed to carry. Um, <clears throat> with that being said, I wanted to make sure that no matter what that I left with very few, if, if no regrets at all, I wanted to make sure that I knew you guys casted me for a reason. I wanted to make sure I presented that. Um, my overall experience was the, uh, it, it was the most amazing. Like I said, during the reunion, uh, <clears throat> one, people should sign up for season three. I've already been trying to gather people for you. Um, second, um, 
the next game that I do play is going to have a very high expectation to me because you guys went above and beyond to make sure that it was immersive, it was fun, and at the end of the day, I met my goal, so I'm happy. Mm -hmm. um, what competition that you didn't get to play, if you can remember, <clears throat> that you wish you would have been able to play? Um, there were two that we actually got to tinker with after before they got deconstructed. One of them, I forget the name of the comp, but it's uh, the one where they had the, the tennis balls and they had to um, hit a certain Launch amount it. of points. I would have loved that. Um, and then there was one that dealt with running and spelling and each of the plates had a certain um, letter and you had to form a word and then uh, see how far you got. I loved that. That one was so much fun to mess around with. Okay, so uh, more balls and more letters is what I'm hearing. More balls. All right, always. Swing <laughs> love in the house. Uh, Kendra is rooting here as well. Hi, Kendra. Kendra loves Benji. So great to have all like the alum from season two coming back out and watching here again. Wow. So thank you so much for watching. Um, so just a quick recap in episode two, Amber and Don were nominated as the married couple on the block by Ray, the HOH. Both of them were kind of pitching for the other to stay. At some point, it was really, really flip-floppy, I think, for a while. And then inevitably, Don was the one that was eliminated. And then that really kind of lit a fire under Amber's butt, I think. I think mm -hmm. Amber was playing a really great game at the start. Oh, I think yeah. that she had a lot of connections. But I think losing Don and seeing how flippy that vote actually was really kind of motivated Amber to draw some lines in the sand. I mean, I know she had a couple of iconic speeches. And as Don would say... I think at this moment in time is where Hurricane Amber kind of <laughs> picked it up in high gear. As she so appeared. This, this led us to um, the only two-part HOH competition of the season. And last season of Big Brother, the one with Taylor Hale playing, um, they did this competition where you had to be invited to play in the HOH and a bunch of letters fell from the sky and they were ripping the envelopes over and they were trying to find this golden ticket to compete in the HOH. And I remember seeing that last summer and going, oh my God, Harry Potter, you know, letter to go to Hogwarts. How amazing would it be to just like make a fireplace and have the letters just shoot out of the fireplace like it did in the book. And you got to like rip them open and find your letter to Hogwarts. But <laughs> I quickly realized that with a budget of like $6,000 and like no one that actually knows how to mechanically engineer these things on production, I had to uh, change it up a little bit. So I decided that rather than find your letter to Hogwarts, you had to enter Ollivander's wizard shop or wand shop and build your wand by finding the core of your wand. Every wand has a magical core from a animal, a dragon heart string, a unicorn hair, or a phoenix feather. And while unicorn hairs are the most common found cores in wand, dragon heart strings tend to kind of aid in the bed in the dark arts. And phoenix feather is the most popular or most um, powerful wand core, but also the most rare. So I kind of played with this idea of you didn't know what kind of core you were going to get. And I thought it would be fun that rather searching for letters, they had to use skewers as wands to pop balloons to find either a dragon heart string, a unicorn hair, or a phoenix feather. So I believe there were three unicorn hairs, which was like a piece of yarn. There were two dragon heart strings, which might have been a guitar string. I can't remember. And then there was one phoenix feather. So out of all of the people that were competing, I think at this point there were 13 
people competing. Shout out to Taylor yes. Swift for being her favorite number. And the Eras uh, Tour movie is opening an extra day early tomorrow. So if you didn't get to get your tickets to go see the Eras Tour, you can try and get tickets to go see it tomorrow in theaters and IMAXs everywhere. So love you, mother. If you ever want to play Harry Potter or Big Brother Hogwarts, I will cast you in a heartbeat. Just let me know. Um, but we were pop, pop, popping all of these balloons. And it was chaos in that garage. People couldn't figure out what they were looking for. There were balloon shreds everywhere. People were ripping these balloons open to try to find some stuff. So let's... Um... It took hours to <laughs> blow up all those balloons, and then the challenge was done in, like, five minutes. Seconds. Yes, oh, yeah. we had to, like, take turns in the production room because we were all getting lightheaded, blowing up all of these balloons, mm -hmm. so then we took a break. And then I think I talked... I don't remember if I talked about it in the reunion or in a couple episodes. It was getting really hot, so we were turning the fan on but it was pulling all of the balloons out of their pile. So that production room was just chaos with all of those balloons in there. But me being as anal as I am, I like wanted them done before the day. And it was, so they were mm -hmm. there all night long. All right. So let me see, share the screen. Let me see if I can remember here. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, going into this challenge, Bendy, did you have a set strategy or was it just like pop as much as you could or... So the tea was, I already started kind of, because, you know, when, when we came downstairs, you don't know what the, what's going on. Mm -hmm. I look around, and when the rules are starting to be explained, I started sussing out a little bit. I found the, the balloon that I ended up finding was the first one that I looked at. Ooh. So I stood specifically right there so no one else could get it. You are a student of the game, I feel. <laughs> so I don't remember if I'm explaining the rules here, but I want to have the sound on just so you can hear the sheer chaos of all of the pop. Everybody ready? Everybody ready? Right. Yeah, you are ready. Ready? Three, every stand up, stand up, stand up. <laughs> Three, two, one, go. Yeah, I literally, I've got one. Erica got one, Benji got one. There you go. Got Michael got one. Michael's and then gone. it lulled a little bit. We couldn't find that last core. Yeah. Well, it was kind of crazy with everybody running around. So. I've I have five. We're looking for one more. And this is where the fun starts. What do we have here? String, string. One more cotton ball. Oh, the cotton ball was the unicorn hair. So yeah, here's where they started looking to see, like, obviously one was popped and someone didn't grab it. And then Amber was the one that and she needed it, right? Because she was on the outs, sort of. Not necessarily on the outs, but... I think we're talking to Benji here. I think Benji needed it more than Amber at this moment, so... True. So true. Were, you, were you going up if you didn't win well, this? Well, he got up. Well, yeah, but... <laughs> this, um, worried? Was this a competition that you thought you needed to win? Um, This wasn't one that I think I needed, but it was definitely one that I wanted. Because uh, for the last two rounds, um, I had voted incorrectly, as we had seen. Um, I felt I didn't really have a grip on the house. So I started making my rounds. And I actually tried creating a five to six person alliance either before or after this con. 
to try and see if I can turn the tides and actually like I had gotten some decent footing with everybody, but I hadn't committed to a solid group to be like, okay, let's take this out. So I'm like, it, it's now or never do or die. You literally can't sit there and stay like I, I know going into the game, I was a little probably more reserved than some of our other personalities here, but I was like, I can't let that tank my game. I got to really go for it. I've put in the work. I need to continue to put in the work. So from there, I wanted to be able to take that for myself and make sure I could take the game into my own hands and direct it how I wanted it to go. Any thoughts about being partnered with Michael here? Um, love you, Michael. However, that shaking hand told me I knew for a fact I wasn't fucking winning. <laughs> Yeah, I think he said, I said, oh, fuck. Just... <laughs> um, so a quick little tidbit or behind the scenes drama, I guess, with this competition was it was my intention for everyone that was the, the six people that were left. Um, the, it was actually these wands that we were using. So they were a little bit thicker throughout the game. But the original rules of the competition were that they were supposed to like point their wands at each other and hold the ping pong ball between the two tips. But when we were practicing all of these competitions on production, no one on prod could do it. We nope. couldn't figure out how to get the ball to perfectly align in the wand tips, maybe because they were rounded or too light. Cause this is just kind of filled with air, but we were like crisis trying to figure this out. And I think Dustin like randomly brought these sticks with him and we were like, we can use these to balance. So here we were final hour, last minute games about to start in like two days. And Dustin's like, let's do this. So thank you. <laughs> Every game needs a Dustin who just has a bunch of like shit that they've created and compiled over the years, because this really saved this competition. We would have had to throw in something from season one that I think I had ready. Had we not had these little balancing things that we ended up using for a couple of challenges, I think. Yeah, and it's funny that, Benji, you mentioned the uh, the the running for the letter challenge. That was also something, throw yep. that out there, that I did too. Anyway, um, Kendra, uh, about her partner, she was most worried about Erica and her breathing. So, um, so yes. while Michael had not such a steady hand, Erica, I guess, had a lot of breathing going on too, so... Kendra they, really were wanted to well, they were solid for the practice round, I guess. And then in the regular mm -hmm. round, not so much. I was also shaking right. like a fucking leaf. I was so nervous. So whoever balanced this the longest was the duo. Both of the players would become the new challenge. Six, oh, I want to scold five, myself so badly for looking four, around. Three, two, one. This challenge starts. Fuck. <laughs> Had my students do this in class too for an activity, <laughs> and they did not do well. Kendra either. and Erica look damn solid. They were mm -hmm. solid. And then I think out of nowhere, it just falled. Fell. Falled. 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 And it was at this point of the game, I was like, oh, my God, this is the third round. And I haven't taken any, like, action <laughs> shots or pictures. <laughs> I think. Um, You're like, got to update my Instagram story, which you can follow at Bill Lucio, right? right? Yeah. 
And there it is. So Amber and Tori ended up becoming the first, um, the only HOH pair because the other double expulsions were just one person nominating three people for ex, uh, expulsion the rest of the game. So this was something unique. In my little sick and twisted head, this was a throwback to the death day duels where people were competing in duos to take themselves off of the block. So I wanted to subtly have a nod both to Big Brother for the envelope competition, which I thought was really cool, like find your invitation to compete in the actual HOH. And then season one of our game where people were competing in pairs for specific competitions. So while I didn't explicitly state those things during the game, this was something that I did for Bill um, to make me happy and watch the season or the series kind of grow. Um, what were your thoughts when that fell, Benji? Oh God, when the ball fell, I was like, mm, okay. And then when Amber and Tori became HOH, I was like, okay. Not like, the okay? The or like, okay. Like, like wasn't horrible, but wasn't the greatest either because I remember talking late at night with Amber and Dawn. and I was working on my relationship with them. Tori, however, I didn't talk to as much. That's where I might have been just like a tad bit weary. But I on if I am not like safe in any way, shape, or form, unless I like know one hundred percent I'm safe, I have BB Can Five Karen's Karanoia to the tens. I will fight scratch kill to make sure I am safe. Um, so I was like, okay, if you're not safe, get to work. Yep. So I didn't really give them much time to strategize. I, I don't remember. Do you remember Benji? Was this a 20 minute? This, I think this was like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. So this one, this was a quicker one. Cause I knew we needed to get through a magnitude of this was our, this was, I think our heavy day, right? Dustin, like all of the major setup mm -hmm. competitions were like this day. So I took note of that in my brain <laughs> to, you know, but I theme everything to tell the story. And I was just really chained to this narration that I wanted to tell. And that's just the way the cookie crumbled. So I feel bad that Amber and Tori had to like make a, a massive move kind of so early with a little amount of time, but you know, we're not in a, we're not in a house for an entire summer. We're there for a long weekend. So we had to do what we had to do, but this was after I think 20 minutes of strategy time. And then while people were gathering, they were kind of on those little stairs right there, whispering into each other's ears. And then I kind of like put them on the spot and I said, do whatever you got to do. One person can nom, two people can nom. It's just got to be one of each. And then they needed to agree on that third nominee. And I can't remember what I said if they couldn't agree I think I was just going to draw a name out of the hat or something like that, out of the veto chips, but they had to agree or something bad was going to happen. Yep. Um, well, I love you all, but I don't think that my nomination is going to surprise anyone here. Oh, yeah, maybe that's why. Maybe that's why I wasn't as. I forgot. Yes, he knew, and he was a great sport. <laughs> I spoke to everybody except two people. I'm sorry, three. One's in a chair already. So I, it was a toss up between uh, Pete or Lex. Sorry, Lex. All right. Of course. And who is our third nominee? Mm -hmm. 
didn't like saying that. Why do you think he didn't like saying your name? Um, so Tori and I had a very special connection. He always refers to me as like his little brother. So I think that's why it's hard. Game wise, clearly he'll put he pushed to the side what he had to, but I don't think that was a very easy decision for him to make. Um Right before then, I had also pitched to Amber and Tori to be a part of this six-group alliance of what I thought were the outsiders. So I thought maybe if I pitched them that, eventually when tides do start turning, because they turn very quickly, that I would be within the ranks. But they did not take the bait. And who was this kind of sixth person? Um, I think, let's see if I remember correctly. I think it was Dewan, Antonio, Amber, Tori, Josh, and Pete. I think so, so about six, so about six and, or seven. So you and so John and, being the only two people on the outs because the rest of them were all already working together, weren't they? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Unbeknownst to me. But so yeah, that was clearly hard for him to do. Um as he's saying in the comments, Tori's still with us and wanted to say that there. So um, and then I think we went right into the pop comp, like yeah, right after that. Yep. Yeah, um, so it really didn't have a lot of time to process what was happening. Um, at this point now, you're on the block. So you felt a little safe with Amber because you knew that she was going to go for Ray. It was a toss up. You felt like maybe you could go up. But did you when you were up there, did you suspect that you were a potential target? Were you comfortable be, to be sitting next to Ray? Like, what were your thoughts on that? And show? it's always different in a vote to save vote, too. Like, I feel like the pressure is just that much more like apparent on you. Yeah, no, I did not feel safe whatsoever. If I'm on the block, I am not safe. There was something that was done for me to be in that position. Um, I was never comfortable sitting next to Lexi. I love you, but no. Um, I knew sitting next to Ray was also not easy because if he won, he took himself off the block. He was going to do what he needed to do. So that was also uneasy. Um, I think we had maybe five to ten minutes while y'all were setting up the tiles. But I remember Tori and... Um, Amber pulling me aside and being like, oh, we want you to win the veto so you can take yourself off and we will renom Josh. And then they wanted to send Ray and Josh home. Ah, okay. So Josh was always the... Josh was always going to be the target. And I know a little bit more because I did the confessional video. So Bill and Benji get to see a little extra and everybody <laughs> watching at home at the end. Um we have Tara here. Looks like uh, she is reliving. She loves reliving the season. And then Benji, your friend Haley here, just wanting to say hi to you. Haley, so. hi. So for this Power of Prefix competition, we went to the store that you get the animals in, and I don't remember what the name. Oh, uh... I got oh, no idea. But no, that's not Bergen Blocks, is it? No, that's the ah. The goal here was, um, unfortunately, there are no more magical animals to take with you into the castle. So they had to go and retrieve a muggle animal. And the rule was the student who spelled the longest non-magical muggle animal correctly oh. in the power prefect competition. So there were quite a few different strategies here. I think eventually a lot of people kind of caught on to this similar strategy was to just grab tiles and pile them. But what was going through your head, Benji? What was your strategy? How'd you attack this? People were running, people were walking, people were not moving at all. Uh, 
how are you planning on this? Oh, Pete, before we walked out, throwing tiles further. I don't even think I got that piece back, Pete. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, before we had even walked out the door, I started. Um, oh no! Before when, as the comp was being read out, I started thinking of really long animals, uh, animal words. That way, I had a game plan to go off because if I just ran willy nilly and was trying to think, it wasn't going to work. I needed at least some sort of base plan, and then being like, okay, if I need to switch this up or if I think of something different, what's that going to look like? Um, Let's see. Oh, uh, let's see. Yeah. So, oh, I don't know if it's caught on camera here, but eventually, Tori and Amber said they would help me to try and win. So you do, you may see a eventual slide here or a throw here for me to go pick up that tile mm. to go and put it to mine. So what? After looking at your tiles. Like, how quick did it become clear to you? All right, I've got a word here, or I need to make a bigger word. Like, what were you? Oh, I think trying we kind of saw that there. It looked like Amber threw something to you, Benji, right mm -hmm. there. Sorry. Um. Oh, I don't. Listen, I don't even remember what the word was, but uh, once I had that and I knew what I needed, that's when I started communicating with them. Like when we we're on the sides of the house or where it looked a little less inconspicuous, I hope. Um, and then from there, I tried to see if I could elongate anything with like an ES yeah. or ED or what have you. And then once I felt confident enough, I was just like, okay, better, better lock in it now before I lose my chance. I think by then I'm done right here. Did you lock in before Ray? I think so. Yeah, I think you were the first, and then Ray was the second, and Lexi was having a hard time spelling something. I think Pete locked in. Oh, bird! It was rhinoceros. I think I remember that. Yeah. And then oh. I think rhino, but was missing the H or something. I can't remember. It had two ends as well. I think. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. Pete has six letters. Okay, and no dig on Pete because I absolutely love and adore him, but I asked him to play for Hufflepuff, and when everybody was like, Pete is absolutely not a Hufflepuff, he's 100% a Slytherin, that is the biggest snake I know, and then he spells snake as his. <laughs> I love you, Pete. Thank you so much for playing my game. We have to get you on one of these episodes, but I just thought it was so funny that the sweetest little man is being told being told to me that he definitely should be a Slytherin and then and then spells snake. Oh, the pet store is the uh, magical menagerie. Magical menagerie. There you go. Crocodile. That was a good word. Benji's Thank last name with crocodile, which is nine letters. That would have won had Ray not yeah. done Tasmanian. Fun had not a. <laughs> Had not four plus four. Uh. Amber's locked in with nine letters for anteaters. That was also a good letter too. Okay, so oh, you two so good. I was no I was praying. Benji did lock in first, so. Oh right, right, right. There is an H. That is incorrect. All right, Lexi tried to spell rhinos, but it's missing a letter that no longer counts. Even though she had a wild right next to her. I still wouldn't have won anyway. Remember. Oh. Uh. With 14 correctly placed letter tiles spelling the animal Tasmanian Devil. Ray, congratulations, you have won. 
and it was at that this moment my heart went straight to my ass. Yeah. I don't think um I don't think Tori spelled anything, did he? No, he specific he gave me his tiles so I could try and win, so he didn't spell anything. I was wondering, I'm like, this man is so good. How the hell is he not spelling a single fucking word? Mm-hmm. But that makes sense now. All right, so that was Ray's second or third win. Did he win the first? Oh no, second. Because then, uh, third competition in total, I think he got two vetoes, didn't he? And then yeah, one HOH. Oh, yeah. Didn't use it, and then won the HOH around two, and then won the veto again. Veto. He didn't need it, but mm-hmm. that was kind of setting him up for the massive kind of downfall that was about to happen next episode. Oh God! It was now that I get to have this reference. It's giving high sum. It is giving high sum. <laughs> right? Like you did it to yourself, buddy. Um, so then, uh, I gave everybody a chance to kind of plead their case. Everyone pretty much was like, it's your veto. You want it. You should use it on you, which is exactly what Ray did. So we're not going to watch his little speech, but we will watch the renomination, of Josh to kind of see the facial expressions and stuff. Ray does I'm not like that. that. <laughs> Comparison. Sorry. I was just referring Listen, to the you without the power trip. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> Um, because Ray was Amber's nomination, she got to make the replacement nominee. Had Benji um, won, both of them would have had to agree. Um, and then had Lexi won, Tori would have had to name the replacement. So as Ray came down, Amber got to make the decision here. All right. Josh did not look happy. Benji, Lexi, the three of you. Who's ever happy to go sit on the block, Bill? No, who's not? Did Josh Lexi, for a little bit? Did Josh talk about this at all? Um, Benji, was he shocked? I mean, this was a question I would have had for him if he was able to make it today. Um, you know what? I don't necessarily remember. I think I think because I don't think Josh and I had talked. Because I think we had gone straight from, I think we had gone straight from veto, not really. Um, came straight from veto in, so I don't think we had too much time to talk. If we did, um, at that point, I, sorry, Josh, love you, but I wasn't worried about Josh. I was already trying to think ahead and be like, okay, I gotta go save my ass now. I was literally near tears, and I think I got to tears at some point. Um, because I wanted to fight hella badly to be here. So I, once he was there, I was like, okay, all at war, fight. Just and here you are sitting next to someone who you were pretty sure was going to go home because you knew that they were the alleged target. And then sitting next to someone who was on the block already and made pretty strong connections and survived, but not by too much. I mean, the vote wasn't terribly close, but it also wasn't terribly drastic in round yeah. one. So. What were your, you're like, okay, I just got to beat Lexi. So did you have a strategy to talk to people or did we not? I mean, I'm sure I, I can't remember. I'm sure I gave you strategy time. It was a double expulsion or did we go right? Into uh, I, no, I think we had 15 to 20. I remember bouncing around like crazy. If there were people in a room, I was there. There was no way. Oh, I think Josh at one point and I were trying to talk to the same person. He, 
I had gotten there first, but he had gotten there edgewise to speak to them first. So I was like, fuck, all right, let me go back around. Um, but no, I was talking my ass off to people on why I, it was more beneficial for me to stay than Lexi or Josh. Because um, at that time, Lexi had consistently stayed. If this continues to be the pattern, who else is going to be next? Like, literally, she's a, she was at the time a walking pawn to literally anybody else that somebody else wanted to go depending on who the HOH was with me like if you keep me I'm a loyal bitch through and through I will ride or die for you so like I wanted people to show that through their vote and had they done so not only would it have flipped the game a little bit I definitely would have gone on the war path because mm. I, I certainly forget but I never forget and I think that's kind of what like Morgan here in the comments is saying too. And they're just popping Morgan, in. Morgan, This was a this was quite a tough round, at least for me personally on production, because Lexi the whole time I knew is was my cousin. You know, nobody else knew that at this moment in the game. But we're all like me and Peyton are like white knuckling every single time she's on the clock. <laughs> Josh was someone that I like wanted to cast immediately his application was so phenomenal his video was so phenomenal um i thought he would bring an edge to this game i knew he was kind of up and coming in lrgs and you are someone who really stood out in your application never had played a live game before so we have three people who are somewhat equal in their experience in live reality games from really different wakes of life and parts of the country and now two of these people that I think everyone on production was rooting for from the get-go are about to leave. So this was a really, really tough round for at least me. I can't speak for everybody on prod, but the three of you were, I mean, everyone was on our draft list. And I, I didn't want another Hufflepuff leaving. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, Listen, the Hufflepuff yeah. curse was real. I said, okay, bitch. Like, mm -hmm. and Amber had said the round before that she was bored in the back of my head, even though I was being very nice. I was like, Girl, this is, I'm about to be the third Hufflepuff gone. I'm bored. Yeah. Damn Hufflepuffs just cannot catch a break in my seat in my game. <laughs> so, um, am I, do you have the video? Yep. Yep. You ready okay. for the video? Yeah. Yeah. So we have arrived to our acoustic set, as Mama Taylor Swift would say. We have arrived to the acoustic set of the show where she would sing um, a surprise song. You didn't know what was going to happen. <laughs> so this is my acoustic set. This is my Eras Tour moment of uh, our BBH2 recap. I've never seen these. Benji, you have never seen these. So we are going to relive the confessional of the round, see how the votes actually shaped up, who voted for who, and then we'll go into the exit interviews. I think it starts with Josh, and then we end with Benji. We'll kind of wrap things up, talk about the episode, the season as a whole, last thoughts, and then I will reveal the next clue for season three. So I'm excited. Alumni, um, if you are watching i hope you're excited i have no idea what you all said so this is gonna be very awesome take it away I'm, all I'm right sorry. i'm not ready <laughs> i feel good about my game it's okay now i feel much better than i did about an hour ago <laughs> Um, I feel like it's going good. I love my game. I'm playing both sides. I'm with Amber and I'm with Ray. He was. I found other alliances from there. 
Um, I guess it's going okay. I, I don't seem to be on anybody's target that I know of, but that's part of the game. You know, sometimes you know and sometimes you don't. Um, so honestly, I feel like I'm playing pretty well. Um, I think I have a decent social connection around the, around the house. Honestly, as I said before, I'm like so under the radar, typical Dewan game. I try to go unnoticed, and it works every time. Glad to never win a game. Well, hopefully after this round, it will go much better, because apparently Josh has told people that if he wins HOH, I'm going on the block. I haven't done anything. Oh. And mm -hmm. then he's told people that I told him about an alliance. I haven't told him and he's running around telling people this is his first LRG. Uh, I've watched him play games on like other LRGs recently. So I'm just really annoyed that he's throwing my name around for zero reason. So I think once he's gone, I'll be in a better place. So okay, sassy Stacy. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty good with pretty much ever, everybody. <laughs> so this really sucks for me. Um, basically, if I need to win the next HOH because I need Compland, and it's also like the last time that I have three people that I'm not aligned with. Um, so after this, I'll have to start backstabbing people. So I'm really gonna go for this next HOH, and uh, I'm gonna play right in the middle. <laughs> I don't care. I think it's okay, but I think I'm too loud. I think I'm too present in the game now. I'm so afraid of being not present because I came late. Now I'm overdone it. So uh, I think this is me predicting my ninth place placement. I think is what I'm going to get. Um, I guess we have alliances. Um, Harvey's and Slytherin's are working together. I think I, not, I, I was going to be eliminated had I stayed on the block. So I had to do my best Rachel Riley and save myself. So I'm really happy to be here. Um, I don't believe anybody sees me as a threat. Maybe not too much. I was asked, you know, why I went so hard for Vito, but I just wanted to get a win before my black ass got loaded out. So <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> true. Right now, like everybody, I've never been left out of a vote. Everybody's been transparent with me so far. Um, I, I don't know. I, I feel good. I have a female alliance kind of going on, which isn't sticking very well. So. Hopefully it works in my favor. Hopefully the second time around, the female rice doesn't bite me in the ass. Um, yeah. Yep, so in a double expulsion, they vote <sighs> somebody rather than other people. This is difficult because I would like to vote to save two people. <laughs> uh, I haven't decided yet. Um, well, my vote to say will be between uh, Benji Josh. Um, I'm saving Lexi 100%. Um, I don't know if the others will. I mean, they seem like they will, but I really do feel like, like, I, I just, I feel terrible because Benji, like, he's fighting his ass off to be here, and him staying is not bad for me either, but I'm just more loyal to Lexi. Why am I not a Hufflepuff? Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then you change the color. Love it. Lexi. I'm not as close to her as I am Benji and Josh, but I'm gonna have to go with my fellow Ravenclaw, Antonio, and say Benji. Um, but with that, I am going to be voting to say Lexi. <gasps> she is a fellow. T. 
honestly, I've not had any game talk with Benji. I've initiated it twice, and I cannot get him to talk any game with me. Is that true? What I'm seeing is a lot of people mm, working outside kind of sort of their houses right now. I, I gave it up to where I well, just to say I, I let him know that I wasn't coming for him anytime soon, and that I wanted to work with him. I had my eye out for him regardless. So, but I don't. There wasn't any information really for me to give because no one else was giving me anything. Therefore, his well was also kind of empty. I will be saving Lexus. What about this time? I really wanted to get Benji or Lexi to win veto. So Josh was going to get replaced because he was throwing my name on the bus, and then we were going to vote on Josh again, right? I was like, great. But that didn't happen. Ah! Only see if Josh, or um, ben, not Josh, Benji or Lexi, and I'm going to vote to see if Benji. But I love you, Josh. I uh, vote to save Lexi. But I'm going to vote to save Lexi. This one is hard, because um, obviously I have somebody that's in my alliance. Um, and although, you know, so we were working together, um, I've received some information that Josh is, that makes Josh a little bit unworthy um, of the alliance. So I think I'm going to stick with Strong that. words. I'm going to say, let's see. All right. Mm -hmm. So interesting. Okay. So Kendra's like, I'm going to vote with Antonio. And save Benji, and then Antonio, in typical Antonio fashion, just the exact opposite of things that Antonio says he's going to do, <laughs> and votes to, to keep Lexi. Uh, so that's interesting. So Kendra, if you're watching, ah, <laughs> don't know uh, how that happened, but that was some interesting stuff. Okay, so I mean, obviously, I'm reading the votes during the actual game, but uh, I didn't remember that everybody at least had one vote. So that's great. The first double expulsion. Everybody had a friend, at least one. So, and a lot of people were undecided for different reasons. Like some people, I try to put it in the edit. Like some people were like, "Oh, Benji and Josh," or do we save like Lexi and Benji, or like Josh yeah. and Lexi? Like a lot of people were very split on this vote. Yeah, they contemplated a lot of things, is what it sounded like. Mm -hmm. All right, so um, everybody hugs and says goodbye. Um, I think. Both of you were quite emotional from what I can remember. Josh was really emotional. You looked really emotional. Um, what made this so heavy? Like, what did it feel like? It was between you and Lexi, glimmer of hope. You could potentially be saved. And then I say the next person eliminated from Big Brother Hogwarts. Benji, I'm so sorry. Thank you for playing. What? What's your immediate thought there? I was crushed. Um I knew what my t potential could be in the game and to not reach that was very dissatisfying. Um, I think I had slowly started dissociating a little bit. I um, was holding Lexi's hand. I remember that much. And I was just like praying for that sliver of hope that people actually believed in what I had to say and believed in what damage we all could do moving forward to kind of disrupt the the balance because at this point it was pretty quid pro quo quid pro quo because it was helping everyone else's game so i was hoping this is the one break i could get to really be like okay this is your one one fuck up this is your second chance don't waste it and to not have that and to have this be the finishing of my journey for the game 
was not. I at least wanted to make it to jury. At, at least anything past that, I would have been fine with my first experience. But um, it, it definitely left a lot, a, a chip on my shoulder a little bit and a heavy weight on my heart for, for those reasons. But and, and you weren't wrong. I mean, Lexi went on to then get nominated every single round and whoever was sitting next to her went out the door. And that's something that you campaigned. I think you used in your campaign. I guess. Oh, so pretty it, often. So was it nice sitting in the pre-jury being like, told you, told you, told you, you know, as these people are getting not eliminated after sitting on the block next to Lexi? Oh, I was seeing red and was really petty, but I was like, you know what? This doesn't change my outcome. I'm just going to leave it alone. Um, I think I pretty, uh, I think after the comp itself, I took a nap. I needed to de-stress. But after that, and I came out and about, and people were starting to come, I was kind of like, okay, I knew it, but I was more interested in getting to know them as people outside of the game after that point. Because the game's done, the game's over. I could bitch, whine, complain, moan about this, that, and the third that went on. Regardless, it happened. I can't change anything about it now, and I would rather focus on the second half, which is getting to meet beautiful people rather than harping on the game, because then I would have stayed bitter. It looks like um, Erica did make a little special connection with you as well. She Erica, said so much. My girl, I love you too. Miss you. And especially her combat at the end. I was like, whoa, where did that come from? So unworthy, Josh. Yeah. And I mean, from from what I saw on the sidelines, I mean, you were always chit chatting with someone, so it, it looked mm -hmm. like you made good connections with people as they were voted out. You were such a great sport. You were an amazing person to have. We were all very very sorry that your story got cut short, but I was very thankful for all the cleaning that you did for us. So and carrying the course. case, you did a really great job. So thank yes, you for I being did. my thank muscles. You. Of course. <laughs> All right, so our last video of the night is our exit interviews. We have Josh first. All right, unfortunately, I am over here um, with Josh D. Um, Josh, they backdoored you. Um, what are your thoughts right now? You had um, one vote to save you. Um, do you have any idea who that one vote might be? Any final words, Josh? Um, I had a, a, an amazing experience. Like, obviously, the thing way too short, but the uh, production was fantastic. The players were amazing. I had so much fun last night. I'm just like very saddened that like I don't get to experience it more. But um, that's it. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you, Josh. Benji, I'm going to pull you out over here. Um, you guys can. Swap, whatever, whatever. Oh, I don't remember what I said. <laughs> Unfortunately, I am speaking to Benji far too soon, not as soon, um, way sooner than I would have expected. Benji, um, sorry your first 
live reality game ended like this. Um, walk me through with how you're feeling right now. Hey. <laughs> when so so what okay so let's let's chat let's talk this about it what do you mean um <laughs> what did i say i could even hear something original you were like uh my first thought is i wish people would try something a little bit more original than take <laughs> <laughs> oh shit oh, no. <laughs> i mean it's true I can't hear. I'm sorry. Yeah, I can barely hear myself. Yeah. Something that production is wonderful. Hufflepuffs are amazing. I, I understand. Probably. Reading lips, Follow you're binging. Mm -hmm. We'll just go ahead and stop that. Okay, so note for next season is exit interviews inside, not outside by a street. <laughs> um. <laughs> So yeah, so that was episode three. We saw our first double, our only double HOH, our first use of the power of prefect, um, and our first of three double expulsions. And the fun thing about this double expulsion, well, it wasn't fun. You were all uh, really devastated. And then I think this is where my minor freak out started to happen. And I was going to production and being like, this is really tough. We have two double expulsions back to back. Should we move them? Should we change it? Like, I don't want to break anybody's hearts like this so soon. And they were like, no, that's what we plan. Do it. They need more friends anyways. But seeing how upset you all were, I was like, oh my God, we got two more of these to do. And they had no idea when they were going to happen and how soon they were going to happen. Because I think we did them both on... Sunday? Did we do them both on Sunday? I can't remember when the next two were. We'll we'll figure no it idea. out. But one I knew was, they were, I knew one that was Sunday, were... one was Saturday. I think it, the other I think the other one, second one was Saturday, and then the last one was Sunday, kind of like closer toward like later jury. Yeah, something like that. I remember it was in the other house. A lot of you had moved over at that point. Um so I know that we gotta wrap things up here. I want to try to not go over an hour. So Benji. Any final thoughts about the game, about live reality games in general, your experience, any questions for us? Um, so when am I coming back? Uh, no, um. <laughs> That's been the popular response. So it is going to be a competitive spot for that returning player next year. Oh, of course. Um, and if I did get to come back, I'd be more than more than blessed and happy. I would love for that opportunity to happen. Um, my overall experience, I'm glad my first LRG was with you guys. Um, very blessed and very thankful to be able to have that privilege. Like, um, And to hear all the nice positive things is like, oh, you know, absolutely was a cast pick. Because, you know, I, even though I presume to be at least a little more confident, I'm not always as confident when it comes to that. So to see that someone else sees something in me is really um, very nice to hear. Um, you guys apply for season three. This is a life-changing experience. You won't want to miss it. And then we get to pour you Lexi shots, so period. <laughs> yes. Um, you are a phenomenal player. You were very strategic. You were incredibly social. You were really, really friendly. Um, during the game, you took everything really, really great. After the game, after getting voted out, there was some sass. Everybody had some sass. Some people had way more sass than others. Um, but he took it all in 
and you turned a new page and you were everyone's best friend by the end of that day, I think. Um, if anybody is casting or looking for phenomenal players, Benji was amazing. Uh, I can't recommend Benji enough. This was awesome. You did us so proud. And I know that Hufflepuff is really cursed, but they were definitely lucky to have you for season two. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much you. for playing Benji. And thank you for agreeing to come on tonight and talking with us. We really appreciate it. Of course. Always glad to be here and I'll be back anytime you need me. Of course. Um, so like Benji said, and like I mentioned earlier, applications for season three are still open. So many people have been filling them out already. It is getting quite overwhelming to see the interest of the game. So keep it up. The more the merrier. We are looking for a diverse and inclusive and equitable cast. Whether you know a billion and one things about Harry Potter or zero or a billion and one things about Big Brother or nothing, you need no knowledge of Big Brother the game or no knowledge of Harry Potter the book or the series or the films in order to do well or succeed. In fact, a lot of the people that have never even read or heard or watched Harry Potter tend to do quite well in our game because I think that there's less pressure to do well for their team because they don't really care about what it means to be a Slytherin or a Gryffindor or whatever, you know what I mean? So please, if you are excited and you've been following along and you really, really like watching, um, throw your name into the Goblet of Fire and maybe, just maybe, you'll get spit out to play season three. So we will end with our clue into season three. And just to recap, our first two clues were you should definitely expect the unexpected. I know everyone's favorite clue there. Clue number two was that the audience will be invited to participate on some of the action involved in season three. And we cannot have a third season without a three-headed dog. So Fluffy is going to make his debut into the Big Brother Hogwarts series. What that means, I have no idea. But for you dog lovers out there, you're gonna have three heads to pet for next season. So I will drop that seed, flower that plant, and let you simmer on it for a year until we premiere in, well, I guess less than a year, in next July. So we are excited to invite that, <coughs> invite Fluffy into season three of Big Brother Hogwarts. And what do you think of Three-Headed Dog in a third season of a silly little magical game means? I don't know. I'll let you ponder over that. But until then, when all of the answers will be revealed next July, that's all we got for you today. Next week, Dustin and I will be joined by a trio of bandits. We will have Nick, Antonio, and Ray joining us to talk about the, I think, really well-received Broken Heart HOH. Um, I think a lot of people really liked playing that and watching it. And I don't remember what the pop comp was. So I will have to look into all of that. But I know that this was the round with the Broken Hearts um, because there was, I think, some drama about throwing that competition, not throwing that competition, who would win, who should have won, all of that stuff. And right at the center of it was the trio that we're going to have on next week. So I'm excited to learn a little bit more. I'm excited to relive that round with all of my infamous broken heart mistakes. And uh, we, will, we will talk to our three new special guests. And Josh, 
We would love to have you on an additional episode. And Jack, if you're watching, I'd love to have you on too. So please reach out, let me know. And anybody that is watching from season one, if you want to hop on here and be a guest, I'm cool with that too. So just let me know. You know where to find me. DM me for applications. DM me for information about the game. Thank you, Dustin. Thank you, Benji. And uh, go enjoy the amazing race and all that fun stuff that we uh, stopped you from watching. So until <laughs> next week, Wednesday, 9.30 Eastern, 8.30 Central with me, Dustin, Antonio, Nick, and Ray. We will see you next week. Bye.